Welcome to the College Essay Advisors podcast. Before we introduce ourselves, here's a little preview of what's to come. When you can take an essay prompt or a topic that has the potential to be straightforward, overly didactic, maybe a little impersonal and can inject it with a personal anecdote, a sense of family, anything that warms it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think that's ends up being a really beautiful approach. Welcome to College Essay Advisors Podcast, an ongoing exploration of how to write college admissions essays that get you noticed and accepted. Hi, my name is Stacey Brooke, and I am the founder and chief advisor at College Essay Advisors. Hey there, I'm Becca Myers, and I am the director of advising at CAA. That was beautiful. And when you said, hey there, I like felt the wink in your Hey there. there. What's up? Uh, Prompt number six for the Common App. I call this the passion essay. Uh, I'm going to read the prompt and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. So describe a topic, idea, or concept you find so engaging that it makes you lose all track of time. Why does it captivate you? What or who do you turn to when you want to learn more? Um, Becca, you could definitely write a karaoke essay. Oh my God. All (laughs) track of time. Topic, idea, or concept. The idea of karaoke, the subject of karaoke. I bet you could do it. I, Um, I, yeah, man, I, I I actually really want to write my next poem on karaoke. So thank you. I've never written a karaoke poem, but karaoke means, I think it translates to empty room or empty voice. I think it's empty voice. It's an interesting translation. Know that. Yeah. Um, Well, back to the prompt and why this relates and why this is one of my favorite prompts. I think this is such an incredible opportunity for a student to talk about something that really excites them and drives them and gets them in this frame of mind, maybe like a little bit less chaotic, but this frame of mind where they just want to talk about something that is interesting to them. And, uh, and, and that ultimately I think naturally is going to show admissions, who they are, what they care about, what it's going to be like to be in a room and have a conversation with that person. Um, and just generally reflects the enthusiasm someone has when they're doing something or learning a new thing. Absolutely. And doesn't have to be the thing you major in. So it might shock our listeners to learn that I am not a professional karaoke performer. Correct. This is true. In fact, I would say, especially since this is the personal statement that I think you want to be a little more personality oriented, a little more about the intangibles, uh, about something that an admissions officer can't glean from your resume and your, um, and your transcript and the boxes you check for what you want to major. I think this shouldn't be for the majority of students about what you want to major. And I would save that for the YSAs or um, other school specific supplements here. I would, um, I would talk about something unless it's a hyper specific aspect of a thing that you plan on pursuing academically or professionally. Um, I think you might want to try doing something else, maybe something a little less expected. Agreed. I have an interesting example though, that, um, a student who who found a way to write about a passion that like dovetails with his major, but the focus of the essay is actually not the thing he's majoring in. So he 
wanted to write about chess and I, and, you know, we at college essay advisors say like, no, no subject is really off limits because you can always do it in an exciting and innovative way. Mm -hmm. Um, But fresh chess is sometimes hard, right? Like chess, summer camp, volunteering in Costa Rica. Like these are things that come up again and again and and they're not off limits, but it's like, I, I really like understood we had to approach it in like an interesting way, but his way was really interesting. So he talked about like, his initial love of chess and how like ultimately he wants, he's like a STEM kid. He wants to do something that isn't actually related to chess. He like wants to go into computer programming. And of course the natural path of the essay might've been like, I loved chess and I loved the strategic parts of it. And that's why I wanted to become a computer programmer. But the actual core of the essay was the thing that makes me lose all track of time. Isn't the actual chess itself, but it was the playing with my father who traveled a lot for his own overseas business. And when he would come back and play chess with me, it wasn't just learning strategy from him, it was the emotional component. And so his whole essay was like, I learned early on that playing chess on a computer is completely different than playing with my father. So even though I wanna go into computer STEM stuff, I bring an awareness of the emotional component and depth of that. So I want to be someone who studies STEM, but makes it accessible to people in the same way that my father made chess accessible to me. And so I lost all track of time playing with a person, not playing with like an abstract, like, like a, like a machine. And I just thought like, wow, what a complicated, beautiful essay. Completely. And that covers so much ground, um, stylistically and, um, and emotionally, as you're saying, I think when you can take an essay prompt or a topic that has, the potential to be um, straightforward, overly didactic, maybe um, a little impersonal and can inject it with a a personal anecdote, a sense of family, um, anything that warms it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think that's ends up being a really beautiful approach. Um, i I wanted to point out that this, is one of those prompts where I think you actually have to be a little bit careful about following all of the instructions because admissions wants to know a topic idea or concept you find engaging. So engaging, it makes you lose all track of time. Why does it captivate you and what, or who do you turn to when you want to learn more? So Mm -hmm. all of those components you're going to want to include. So in the example that you just gave, um, you know, the topic or the subject or the, the idea is chess strategy, et cetera. Um, and I'm sure there was an explanation of why that was so interesting to him. Yes. That was connected also to his father's involvement and his father was who he turned to when he wanted to learn more. And, um, so he hit all of those components, um, and hit them in a way that like my approach, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Stacey, is that I don't necessarily think students have to address the questions in order, but, but I do like, I like signal any sort of signal, small signals. So I think in the essay at one point, like he opened with the father and I think he used the phrase, I turn to him so Mm -hmm. that it's clear that Mm -hmm. we are addressing that, but it's not like paragraph one is I love chess. I lose track of time. Absolutely. I didn't see the clock. I'm in a casino. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) and those are things that you can go back and add once you have the, the bones of the essay in place. If you then decide, okay, I'm going to use prompt number six and, um, and just reread the question and better understand what components need to be included, you know, an easy 
entrance to a sentence or um, opening line or something like that can accomplish quite a bit in terms of just making sure you check the box. Yeah. And that's why we draft and that's why we edit and revise, right? Because you don't always check the box first time around. Exactly. So I have an example of a student who wanted to write about music, something that many students have come to me uh, and told me they have passion about. And so we wanted to differentiate her from other students who might write about something similar or something connected. And she was going to be a music minor. So there was definitely a potential that other music minors or majors would try to dig into this love. But she told me this anecdote about how she was once at a restaurant with her family and she went to the restroom and she heard this Greek song that she had never heard before. And she stopped and sat down on a, little, on a little bench in the women's lounge and listened to this whole very long song to the point where someone had to come and grab her from the bathroom because they were like, what happened? Um, she gets lost in the music. Something about her is transported. Um, she's just trying to unpack, okay, what's happening here? What's the composition of the piece? Um, and gets so lost that, you know, she, people, people thought she fell in. And, uh, and so I had to come retrieve her. So I just thought that was a really fun way to open this idea that the, this obsession is real. It runs deep. Like you will miss an entire dinner with your family, just like perching on a, on a couch in a restroom lounge to, to expose yourself to something new. And um, so much more memorable than opening by saying I get lost in music, right? Like it's, yes, yes. yes. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening or watching. If you like our content, please like and subscribe to follow us for more. Happy writing.